Welcome to the Masters in Motion podcast, where we empower Masters athletes to reach their full potential. Join us as we delve into the world of CrossFit and showcase the strength, resilience, and determination of Masters athletes, because we love this sport. I am Jason Grubb with Rick Stevenson. How are you, Rick? Hanging in there. Good, Another week. man. Here we go. We're, no snow. Rick, no uh, snow this week. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> I'm in 80 degree weather down here in Birmingham, so uh, it's nice. I don't want to hear tell about you. it. No. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, we're a sweatshirt weather right now. We're, we're uh, a week past some snow, so at least it's all I need is a sweatshirt. I have so many sweatshirts in my closet that I'm actually looking forward to sweatshirt weather so I can actually like pull them out. They are like the, my favorite thing to wear is like a good sweatshirt. I like warming up in a sweatshirt, not like warming up and thinking I should take my shirt off because I'm getting sweaty on my warm up. That's where I'm at right now in November. Well, see, that's the that's what you get for following the warm weather around for the last Dude, couple of years. That's and it, not experiencing man. what I have to experience. Good. No. Uh, I hope, hope the sweatshirts are uh, overflowing from your closet. Listen, I didn't. That? I didn't say you had to stay there. You know, no one says. <laughs> I know you're right. You're right. <laughs> it kind of stuck. Well, we have a, an amazing guest today, um, Lindsay. You're on with us already. You've been listening to us banter already. But Lindsay, tell us your last name so that I don't butcher it. See at you. Perfect. Perfect. It will be in the show notes. We'll have uh, Lindsay's full name there. And you could find Lindsay. Lindsay, actually, while we say this, where's the best place for people to find you? If they did want to follow you and follow your journey to Legends this year, um, are you on the Instagram, socials? What's the best place to find you? Probably the Instagram, a little okay. bit of Facebook, mostly Instagram. And your and your Instagram handle? Sounds, sounds right. Lindsay Siaccio. Super easy. Super easy. We'll have that in our Perfect. show notes as well. Um, so you can follow Lindsay. Uh, well, Lindsay, we wanted to have you on because we've had, uh, you know, we've had the founders of the Legends Championship on our show a, a couple of times around the qualifier time uh, when the announcement was made about the CrossFit Games. And um, it's really fun knowing that we've got like the source on the show. And, you know, I've competed at Legends for uh, four, three or three years. Rick, three years as well, I think. Right. But this will be my third. Third person. Oh, yeah. 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 So, um, Lindsay, this is your first year competing at Legends and we've just got four or five weeks and we're, we're going to be there. Um, so that's why we wanted to have you on to be able to, to share your experience. Um, you know, sort of why you jumped into, uh, CrossFit first, why competitive CrossFit, because you juggle a couple of things in life. I do know this. So we'll get into that. Um, and then maybe we'll talk about what it's like to be doing a competition like Legends, a huge competition for the first time. And, um, and, and, and tell us what that's like. But first, uh, tell us about yourself. Uh, I think you've got, you got a couple of kids or five or something. You know, you got a big, you got a big plate in front of you, but tell us about you. <laughs> I do. I um, am a mom of five. So that's pretty much a full-time job right there. Um, uh, in my spare time, I'm a real estate agent and I just CrossFit for fun. I really enjoy it. Um, living in Dallas, Texas, Flower Mound area. Been here okay. for about four years, um, and yeah, pretty much sums up my life at that point. <laughs> How did you find your way to CrossFit? Were you athletic right. before that, or did you uh, were you you know did someone drag you in? What was that like? Um, I was a dancer um, all throughout high school and kind of even into college. That was actually going to be my major um, in school, mm -hmm. and then I got married super young, started having kids. Um, and then just kind of someone invited me to CrossFit at first. I wanted nothing to do with it because like I've never lifted weights. I kind of ran some, but, um, 
had never done that. And I went to a couple classes and fell in love with it. I, I loved the competition. Um, and just, it kind of came easy for me. Some of the gymnastics stuff just with dance. And, um, so it was just really fun. I've been doing CrossFit for about, I guess, 12 years now off and on. All right. I like Had that. Had lots of kids in and out, you right. know, all of that. But, um, yeah, so I've kind of stuck with it and just, I really love it. This gives you a, uh, gives you a chance to get out of the house too. have a little time where yes. you're working on something that you enjoy and mm-hmm. you want to pursue and it's, it's mom's time. Yes. I always say I'm a better mom when I work out, like give me my me time. Uh, and yep. then, uh, then you'll like me. <laughs> everyone knows if you don't, yes. if, you, if you're like this and you're not working out or you're not doing something the way we're all programmed, you know, we're not the, you know, we're kind of irritable sometimes if we haven't so done irritable. It's so irritable. It's so true. I'll be completely honest. Yeah. Yeah. I'm there. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Guilty. I hear you. Good for you. Well, if, um, if you started CrossFit 12 years ago and you've, if you've been going, you fell in love with it. I think, you know, Rick and I totally relate to that, uh, kind of falling in love with this at first workout. Uh, at what point did you decide like, Hey, this, the internal competition in the gym is kind of fun, like being better than that person or this person. And, you know, maybe there's leaderboards like, um, Wattify, Sugarwatt, Beyond the Whiteboard, something like that, where you can see the leaderboards in the gym. Uh, but, did you start to find yourself moving into co- local competitions or doing some local competitions? And when did that start to happen for you? Yeah. Um, my first gym would put on a pretty big competition uh, every year. And so I would kind of, but it was always with a team. I, yeah. I prefer to be on a team. I feel like it's less pressure, yep. maybe. I don't know. I just, I'd rather someone else be suffering with me. Um, right. <laughs> but uh, so I started back then very beginning. And then, um, with all the kids, I kind of was in and out and didn't really have time to compete, but I feel like my kids are a little bit older. So my youngest, they are six, they'll be seven. Um, they're twins. And then, so they're kind of, they're in school full time Mm -hmm. and I kind of have a little bit more, they're not just as, they're not as young. They can handle me being away more. So then I was like, okay, I, I still like this. I think I'm going to jump into more competitive stuff. And so I started, um, I think about two years ago, I just did online qualifiers for TFX, the yes. experience. Yep. And yep. I qualified and then I was freaking out because I made it. <laughs> but Congratulations. Uh, you get that invite it. email and you think, uh-oh, now what do I uh-huh. do? I was like, oh no, what do I do now? But I did that and I had a love-hate relationship with it, again, because I was by myself. And mm-hmm. um, it was just my husband and I and my mom and dad who went. Um, and I didn't know anybody. But it was fun. I loved the com- competitive part of it. But um, so then, um, yeah, I just kind of kept signing up for things, did more with a partner. I went to the mm-hmm. Monster Games with a partner last summer. Okay. Um, yeah. What were your What was your experience uh, at Monster Games? Uh, we've heard good things about it from a programming and a uh, maybe event uh, you know, perspective. But what did you think about it from an athlete perspective? Did you, uh, was it a good, uh, good competition to really kind of uh, get your, get your feet wet? Uh, yeah. From a larger I, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Um, coming from the fittest experience when it was 30 degrees in Texas and it was outside. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, to <laughs> uh, the Monster Games in Missouri in the middle of the summer. It was, and the venue was really cool. I think it was at um, one of the colleges there. I can't remember which one it was, but it oh, was sure. a That's fun right. venue. Yep. 
Um, we did some swimming. There was about 10 workouts that we did over three okay. days. Um, I think they had some of their equipment didn't actually make it in time. And so we had a pretty big delay the first day. We were uh, power cleaning a one rep max at 10 p.m. at night. And oh, as I everything actually got hurt shifted. myself. Oh. <laughs> um, and my husband was like, we're done. We're leaving. And I was like, absolutely not. I may have broken my wrist, but we're finishing the competition. And I did mm. with a broken wrist, but it's fine. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. The, no, the x-ray the after confirmed. Uh-oh. Yeah. Ah. But it was great. I loved it. <laughs> so, well, that's that. That's good to hear from that competition. Yeah. I was gonna say, jumping into those competitions or jumping into competition, do you think that your background, um, you know, you know, as a dancer, so you probably had some pretty decent body awareness, which was likely helpful on gymnastics movements, picking those up. Mm -hmm. uh, but mm -hmm. there's also a performance element there, and I wonder if you felt some of the performance anxiety that I imagine you did it dancing. I imagine there was performance, like yeah. the nervousness that you have there. Did you feel that come back as like, you know, very much an adult competing on the competition floor, similar feeling? Yes. I mean, even doing the online qualifiers, when you hit that countdown for the 10 seconds, Ooh. I'm like, calm down. I hate it. It's awful. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yes. Knowing that you could yeah. always hit the restart button if you absolutely had to, <laughs> but you, you get in that mindset and you think like, let's, let's make this, you know, one uh -huh. shot, let's make it the best. And uh Oh, suddenly the butterflies are jumping out of your stomach. Yeah. Yep. Still get it. <laughs> so it's common. So I, I feel it too. Go ahead, Rick. I was going to say, so from monster games, um, you had an idea and, and TFX, you had an idea of, okay, you know, that I'm, I'm finding some success at this. And was there then that next step that maybe uh, flipped a switch in your head? It said, okay, well, Legends is coming up. Uh, do I, you know, did you have any internal battles with yourself? Like, ah, I don't know, should I, should I attempt this qualifier to see where, what happens? Or was it something that you had kind of been building or planning towards? Uh, well, I, like I said, I really broke my wrist um, doing that power claim the first day of competition, I fractured it like right in this little tiny bone. But, um, mm. so then I kind of took time off. I mean, it hurt for probably six months and Ooh. I, I got to the point where, and this was like just mental weakness on my part, but I didn't, if I couldn't do everything, I didn't want to do anything. So okay. I kind of had to fight through that. Um, and just, say any workouts better than no workout. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. that took me, it took me a while, but I think it was beginning of January of this year when I kind of hmm. came back to the gym and started getting, getting back into it. And then I actually did the 75 hard over the summer, the okay. first one sure. thing. Yeah. Um, I just needed something. I was like, I, I need something to get me back into the gym, back motivated. And it was in doing that when I was like, I'm just going to try legends. Let's see. And okay. I was real nervous because I really wanted to qualify, but I also had no idea because it's a blind leaderboard and my gym isn't super competitive. So sure, sure. I, I don't know kind of where I stand um, out in the world. And so I, I did it and I qualified and then I was like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> That's awesome. Did you, while you had that blind leaderboard, did you look through some of the names that were registered in your division and say, Oh, I've heard of her, or I know that name, or maybe she was at Monster Games, or I saw her name on a Wadapalooza leaderboard or something like that. Did you did you do a little homework like that, or did you just say, no, nope, 
No, I definitely, I definitely tried scoping people out. For okay, sure. you're you're a leader. And then I, okay, I good, found, good I hear. found a few of them, and I was like, okay, I don't know about this, but <laughs> you know, yeah. that that was uh, how long? Let's see, it was a they give you about a month. Is that right? I think. It was a long time. It was like yeah, three almost weeks, six weeks three, I think. Oh, six. So it was okay. It was a long um, time. So you know, a lot can happen as we've all gone through um, qualifiers like that, where. You know, somebody can get dinged up in just that interim period, mm-hmm. or you're just not having, you know, much success at times. Not everybody is blasting out uh, top five scores, Mr. Jason, all the time. And so th- there's a lot that, uh, you know, you, you'd surprise yourself. So as long as you were consistent, leaderboarding aside and yeah. best foot forward, boom. Yeah. So And I waited so, until the last week to do them all because I'm not Oh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love oh. the pressure of it. I kept thinking, I have plenty of time. I have plenty of time. And then I was like, I have no time. I have to do this. <laughs> I did that in I did that in 2020. I wasn't sure if I was going to do the, the um, competition. And then all of a sudden the time was up. And I was like, okay, I have to do it now. Like, let's just do it. So I think I did a couple of two-a-days in there. And it was actually, it was fun. It made oh. it more more fun. And I, I wasn't sure if, because it was a blind leaderboard, I wasn't sure if I qualified and all that. Mm-hmm. So you just do all that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, that was when we were still in the same age group. Yes. And the blind leaderboard gets revealed. And I'm like, man, he basically kicked our butts with everything. What the I, heck was, was that ex- about? That was totally accidental. It's, it's so accidental. funny. You just don't know. On a blind leaderboard, you have no idea. No, uh, you, just don't, you know. don't. Yeah. So, uh, Lindsay, as you're starting to think through, okay, Legends is coming. It's four and a half, five weeks away. Um, whatever the actual time frame is, it's like five weeks. Um, what are some of the thoughts that go through your head in training, in preparing? Um, you know, maybe even with the announcement this week, but kind of what what are some of the things you think about as you're training for this year's you know first first trip to Legends, and likely and hopefully many trips to Legends? I don't know, but maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I think I think I had some glaring weaknesses at some of the other competitions, um, and. I've really wanted to focus on those and um, which I have been. And honestly, like I try not to think about it because it makes me really nervous. So I kind of just am like, if I do the work um, and train my best and my hardest, then that's, that's going to be good enough for me. Rick, well, you have a good training program to follow. So. <laughs> yeah, just a little <laughs> little shout out to Boulder Athlete. Uh, I am preparing Boulder Athletes to to crush it at Legends. Um, so we'll, we'll does, be ready. Lindsay, we'll be ready. Um, your training, or well, I was going to say, you, you said your gym is not the most competitive. And there mm-hmm. are, you know, it's 50-50 out there. Some are and some aren't. But I was wondering, do you find, um, how do you, how do you accomplish what he lays out for for programming for you it um are you in on off hours uh do you train with a couple of other people in your gym there or where do you find the motivation to get through the to get through a week's worth of uh of work so i i'm actually a coach at our gym as well i coach okay. like three classes a week and so being a coach i can have access to the gym um whenever Perfect. i want so i i kind of go in while the kids are at school or mm-hmm. um before or after i coach and normally I'm by myself, which gets pretty, um, pretty boring. Yeah. But yeah. every now and then, uh, there's a couple of girls. We're actually, I'm going to TFX again, but on a team this year in, nice. in January. And so 
um, one of my partners has been wanting to train more. And so she'll come up there with me and we'll kind of, we, lately we've been doing the last few workouts together. So that helps, but I am mostly by myself. Okay. All right. So you, you find, uh, you find what works for you, how to mm -hmm. get through it. And, uh, it's obviously, it's obviously working. Lindsay, are there any movements or any, um, uh, I don't want to say movements, but, um, are there things that you, let me rephrase this. I think they said at Legends, because I, I actually shot over to a different question. And, and Rick, this may be something for you as well. But um, didn't Joe say that there was going to be a lot of repeats this year since the, the qualifier had repeats? Did he say there were going to be repeats in the competition as well? I think he said he'd like to try it. Yeah. Or try one. I feel like there was yes. something around that. So um, he, he also said... Um, and I, and I think I, I don't know where I picked this up. So Rick, again, you're, you're our, like, you're our data guy, but did he say there were going to be two, one or two of the events from the CrossFit games, um, at legends that the individuals did that they would like to see us do as well? Did you hear that? Or is that just a rumor I heard that I heard that. as well? I, no, 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 no. I heard that, but I'm wondering if that was for, for the 2024 legends. Oh, interesting. I think it's for this I year. That's sure. what I think. I, I, is it for this year? I think so. Let's speculate really quick. I'll just tell okay. you what I think um, because people are chatting in, in, in our Boulder athlete group. There's been some chatter around this. Um, so there's likely two events that would make sense for us to do as masters athletes or maybe three that uh, the individuals did at the games if they wanted to bring something this year from the individual. So one would be Helena, um, which yes. is bar muscle ups running and dumbbell snatches. And um, I've tested it. We, we did Helena a week or two ago. Um, really, really fun. Like it was a super, super fun workout. And I mm -hmm. wish that's what we would have done at the games this year instead of just Helen. I think Helena is actually easier to judge than the workout Helen. So Helena could be mm -hmm. that. Uh, the other one was the interval workout. It was two intervals where they did mm -hmm. uh, box jump overs. Uh, was it burpee box jump overs? Then rowing. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. They, they kind of had a chipper across and then they did it back. 9, 15, 21, 15, 9, something like that. Twice. And then, yeah. Yeah, twice through or some, something. Yeah, it, it got ugly in the middle there. But we could do it. it got, we could do that workout. Yeah. Right? We, we could all do that. Two, two, yeah, two, two intervals of six minutes each, I think, with like yep. maybe a one or two minute break in between. The other you know, workout. Another, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, you could say ski it. Ski bag. Oh, that would be great. The ski bag oh, would be awesome. That would be oh, heavy, <laughs> heavy sandbag squats with uh, calories on the on the skier. Oh, I think that would knowing Joe and Bob, that would they would want to blast your legs with that. They would want to do with that. The heavy, they, heavy sandbag. Yeah. They program heavy, heavy. So on the heavy right. note, uh, the finale at the games for the individuals was the echo bike thruster. And then overhead right. walking lunge yep. workout. They got progressively heavier on the thrusters. 115 men. 135, 155 on a 21, 15, yep. nine, um, sort of rep oh. scheme and then walking lunges at that heavier weight. And so ladies would be one Oh five on the overhead walking lunges that workout. I feel like we would drag to a halt as masters athletes. I think it would just slow right. down so much that it wouldn't be an entertaining event where sandbag could be entertaining because we truly would be suffering, mm -hmm. but our choice would be to suffer or not suffer. Uh, also, Helena would be fun, and the interval workout we could all do. It's just, it's just a big chipper with burpees. <laughs> I may say right. that or box jump overs, but it could be fun. Um, we also found out. I'm just gonna throw this out there. 
there was an announcement yesterday. This is the only piece of news that we've got for the week was that uh, there are going to be three three jump ropes, likely in the same event, I would imagine, uh, sponsored by RX Smart Gear at the Legends Championship this year. It will be the heavy uh, one pound rope. I can't remember. Is is that the Kronos rope? or the the Zeus, Zeus yeah, or Kronos. Zeus. yeah, it's one of yeah. those, one of those uh, Athenian gods or something. But it's a, pa- a one pound rope. It's truly terrible. Um, and a Frivo rope, which is the beaded rope, which you would typically see for crossovers, as our smart gear teaches crossovers. And then the um, the speed rope, a speed rope. So there's likely an event where okay. we're going to be tested on our rope skills. Uh, and, and all Masters athletes should know this. We're not revealing any secrets here. This was broadcast out yesterday. And I think everyone went out to buy ropes right. and they're sold out. They were, they were sold out. Um, so, Lindsay, what do you think about the ropes? Thoughts on ropes? <laughs> well, uh, I only have one rope that I've ever okay. used. So this should be fun. <laughs> I, but, I would start asking in your gym if anybody has a beaded rope collect some ropes i think they i have seen a beaded rope but no one has a heavy rope so Uh, i know they did a version or something with the three ropes in 2020 when there was uh we were in the parking lot and i think it was rope climbs and wall balls and a certain number number of double unders with the heavy rope and then wall balls and rope climbs. it was something like that yeah medium but there was no beaded rope at the time. This was before crossover. So it was just three weights of ropes until you got to, I think you finished with your own speed rope. Seems like And it. I don't, I just remember being so out of sync because you were trying to jump heavy and jump with the medium rope. And then you got to your rope, which was light as could be. And you were, I was all, all over the board. And I, just, I was I, having a, I was having a panic attack, three. Rick, because I couldn't get it. I mm-hmm. was, I had Jeremiah head yeah. next to me, who is a professional jump roper. I mean, the guy just, he jump roped yep. a lot and he can climb ropes. He can do wall balls forever. So it's just a given that if that's in that, he's going to win that workout and I'm next to him. And when someone next to you is crushing a workout, it feels like everybody must be doing fine. And you're the one who's deficient. Yeah. Turns yeah, out he was he was killing everyone and but i was definitely having a panic attack uh, so let's talk about that heavy rope and quick tips rick do you have some tips for that heavy rope by by any chance ah oh, terrible to say it practice i actually used a moderately heavy one um this week or this weekend because uh, our training called for it uh for our age group and it felt more natural this uh, what do we do? Felt Saturday felt more natural on Saturday than I think I had done it in the past. And I think because the heavier the rope, I feel like I have to jump higher and, and then it throws my timing and rhythm off rhythm off. And if I just concentrate on spinning it a little bit faster, which still burns my shoulders up and I don't have to jump as high, I can keep more of my normal rhythm, which helps me accumulate double unders in a reasonable amount of time. But I think as the rope gets heavier and heavier, your shoulder, it's much more taxing on your shoulders. And that's what has always thrown me for a loop. Yeah, I I agree. And reiterate what you said. I think what you're saying was don't try to change the way you jump very much. Correct. Just know that your shoulders are going to burn more. Try to keep that similar cadence mm-hmm. uh, that you would with any other rope. And I agree. I think that's I think that's the key is if you over jump now, your rhythm is all weird with the heavy rope. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. heavier. Yeah, the donkey kick comes in. And yeah, it gets like, weird. Yeah. Just you're just going to get tired. That's OK. And yeah, Lindsay, 
we we were talking before the show a little bit. I think you asked like, should I get one? And I think I I think I was nodding before you finished the question. Like, <laughs> yeah, probably. W with Legends, we've seen one every year, Rick. As far as I know, I think we've seen the heavy mm -hmm. rope every year except at Mayhem. I don't think we saw heavy rope in twenty twenty. No, we two. But um, we didn't. We just saw. No, we just saw our. We used our speed rope for the uh, one with you know, maybe bar muscle ups or something. Yeah. But, but every other year, as I say that, it's every other year, the other two years. So at least there's a 66% chance that we're going to see it. So it's worth getting. I think it's a really great training tool. Right. Um, anyway, um, Lindsay, when do, you, uh, when do you travel out there and how do you travel to a big event like this? Um, it's a four-day competition, which means there's travel days before and after because you don't live in Phoenix and none of us do. And you have a a, right. a a sizable family. So how do you balance this? How's this going to the mix? Well, um, we have secured babysitters for the week, so they All will right. not be coming with us. I don't okay. think I could do it. That's just yeah. too much. <laughs> yeah. This is this yeah. is your time to compete. Mm -hmm. They're all bummed. They want to come, but at the same time, I was like, "I'll I'll send you videos. It's fine. Mm -hmm. That's fine. That'll be good. That'll yeah. be good about that." So, will yeah. it be you uh, and your husband you, that travel? Yeah, um, and I think my mom and dad are coming, oh, so yeah. it'll be fun. Excellent, super fun. Excellent. So yeah. Thursday, Friday. Yeah, wait. Uh, yes, you guys are four days, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. As a team, I'm only two. So Thursday through Sunday. So I imagine arrive Wednesday. Mm -hmm. We'll check in and things like that. Um, how are you looking at uh, preparing now that we've got, you know, these four to five weeks left? Are you, uh, you changing up your diet? Uh, are you trying to, well, following programming, I'm assuming there's a last little bit of volume that's occurring. Uh, just give us a little uh, look at maybe T minus four weeks. What, how, how you think that's going to go? Yeah. Um, I'm not super, I don't exactly know what I should be doing because I've never done a competition this lengthy, like for four days. Um, but some things that I have done and think that have been helpful, um, I've been trying to up my protein and add in a lot more mobility um, because I am a master's athlete now. Yes. <laughs> my first year. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that was a hard one for me, but it's fine. Um yeah, so the the protein, the mobility, actually like taking time to take care of myself um, and right. not get injured and be able to recover faster. That's kind of just my main focus right now. And then also my training's been really fun. So keeping it fun and exciting, <laughs> even if it's real hard, um, <laughs> that's that's just that's kind of pushing programmer. me to it. Yeah, it's, it's been great. <laughs> yeah, we did some stuff yesterday. Uh, We're sore. We're sore from yesterday. It was yeah. first day of the cycle that's really a four-week cycle leading us to Legends. And we kicked it off with some really fun stuff. I love, I like, fun. I think words like fun, spicy. Um, and, yeah, the way I felt today. I actually woke up this morning, like, 15% recovered. And I was like, ooh, I went for it yesterday. Mine is bad, too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's only a Tuesday. Okay. Oh, more, no. more sleep. That's what and I was thinking. More, yeah, more sleep and more food. That's all we need. Just more sleep, more food. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> all mine was was a swim session yesterday, but that was because of schedule. So, yes. Yeah, I woke up feeling pretty good today. Lindsay, but will you be, be able to? Are you able to get to a pool to prepare for swimming? Since right. we have a pool at Legends. Yes. So, good. Yes. So my husband is members at. A, Lifetime Fitness, and mm -hmm. I'll actually do Wednesday. Wednesday mornings work with my schedule, so I kind of flop the Wednesday, Thursday, um, and get in there and swim. I love it. I enjoy it. I do too. It'll be interesting. Will Will he 
will they, I should say, will they pair swimming with, uh, with some movement out of the pool? Burpees, push-ups, do they dare pull in an, you know, an object, dumbbell, kettlebell, something like that. I mean, uh, Jason's coming off of swimming at um, Masters uh, Fitness Championship, and it was just a straight 500-yard swim per mm-hmm. time. Pretty simple. But we've all been to events where they've paired being in and out of the pool, transitions do count with something, uh, a machine or an object. And I, you know, it looks like the pool is, uh, for Arizona State, there's a great size collegiate, you know, Olympic size pool. They probably have a lot of options uh, in terms of floor spacing. So I wanted to be curious about your thoughts, both of you, if, if you think they're going to, are we going to just say swim for time, distance, or... Will there be an object involved? Lindsay, know. take it. Take it away. What do you think? <laughs> I don't know. I uh, We did at Monster Games, we did the swim and the ski, and okay. they didn't cover the monitors. So oh, by the time yeah. it got to my swim and ski, they were all broken. Oh, no. And so then we had to do, I think we did burpees. I think it was just burpees. So it was partner. So like they would, while the one was swimming, I did like 10 or 15 burpees or something. Oh. So... Uh, yeah. I, how do you like, I don't know. So for me, I, I think we'll get out of the water and do something. Um, I, I think that the feels consistent with, with legends. Um, the only, the only glitch with that theory is that Joe did mention, I think on our podcast that he was talking with, uh, maybe the swim director for the swim team at ASU about the mm-hmm. workouts oh, and getting right. some ideas from them him. around. And so I was, I'm, I was just thinking, so if a swim coach was helping advise on the workouts, it could be more of just a major swim test, maybe some sort of swim interval uh, type test. Um, but again, I, I think it's, I guess it's important that we are prepared to get out of the pool and prepared to get in the pool with a higher heart rate, which is really tough stuff to do. Um, and when you mm-hmm. do go to the pool to do that on your own, you have to just bury your pride because yeah, you're just getting out of the pool. And yep. as I prepared for the games, I uh-huh. would bring a wall ball into a, a Globo Gym's pool area, throw a wall ball against the wall and then get in the pool um, or do burpees or or push-ups next to the pool and get all kinds of looks. And like you're trying to reserve your lane to make sure someone doesn't take your lane while you're doing wall balls over here or something. Um, there's all of those yeah. factors yep. too, but you just got to bury your pride. And the other thing is I do not like doing burpees barefoot. It hurts my toes. So I like slip on some Crocs mm-hmm. to do my burpees and then slip off the Crocs to do to jump in the pool. So that is truly a master's old man situation there. That's those are those do are. Do you have favorites. time to do that in a competition? No, I no, I'll just I break my you. toes. No, it's wait. fine. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah, I will. Hope I don't care. You don't need they're, them for uh, cleans or snatches. The they're, just they're just toes. They're just toes. I. I like your I like uh, your idea about uh, protein. I, I have a feeling I know where you're getting that that idea from. Um, but uh, the ability to uh, incorporate more mobility, and I think we heard that from Kevin Kester when he was on, and I know that that's something that he has preached forever. As he has gotten older, taking care of yourself, especially with mobility, he considers a uh, a key to maybe longevity. And when we were all younger, we could go in and the uh, first round was warm up. Eh, we're good to go. And then run right out afterwards, jump in the car, don't have to worry about doing anything. It's a different story now. Uh, you get a little bit of time in the evening or whatever. You can you can stretch. You can roll out. You can uh, address, you know, some of those sticky points. Um, I think that's good. I think that's, uh, that's a great idea. That's going to help 
as you age through masters. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Well, I can, I definitely already can feel it when I don't do it. So see, yep. <laughs> yes. Lindsay, as we, um, as, as we maybe one or one or two more questions, but one of them that uh, I'm curious about is um, what kind of expectations do you set for yourself uh, as you go into a competition like this? Do you have an eye on a podium? Do you have a, do, do you have a, I want to be a certain placement. Do you set internal expectations? How do you manage, how do you manage and talk about or think through those expectations for a competition like this? Yeah. Um, so I was talking with my husband the other day and I think I finished in the online qualifiers. I was towards the bottom. Um, and I think, uh, I think I was like 32, I maybe, I think it was number 32. So I'm definitely in the bottom half, but so my, I would like to finish top 20. That's kind of in the okay. top 20, like right up there, right in the middle. Um, that would be my, my hope. Um, but I think as long as I'm putting in the work and doing the training and doing everything that I can on my end, I'm going to mm -hmm. be proud of myself when I'm there, no matter yeah. what happened. Because I did, when I went to TFX the first time, I didn't really, I qualified and then I didn't really focus on um, like training or, or getting, I just kind of did class squads every now and then and, and just went. And I, I was really, I mean, I had no one else to blame but myself because I didn't try, but there was a workout. I couldn't even do it. I couldn't handstand walk. And okay. I was like, okay, your eyes were, if your I'm going to do open. these things, then yep. I'm actually going to train for these things. <laughs> so, Well, that, that kind of goes with how you answer that. My last question for you is I want you to complete the sentence. The 2023 Legends Championship will be successful for me if... Hmm. It will be successful for me if I do my best in my training and don't get in my head while I'm there. If I can compete with myself and not compare okay. myself yep. to all of these other people out there, because they're amazing athletes. And I am, I mean, I'm, I'm me. This is me. And I've right. done all the work and I've, this is where I'm at. Um, so I think if I can stay in that space and um, just, do my best at my workouts. That's going to be successful for me. Perfect. Yeah, that is perfect. perfect. It's great. And you be you, Lindsay, good luck out there. Um, we'll be excited to see you. Uh, we'll definitely all, you know, swap hugs when we're all out there. And uh, it's going to be a really fun, really fun competition. And I can't wait to cheer you on out there and uh, so see fair. you again. I got to see you when I met you when we were in Texas. So it was really cool to uh, yeah. to be able to, to know that. And I know the gym you train in, there's some good people around there as well. So uh, definitely say hello to uh, our friends in Texas and uh, we'll see you at Legends. I will. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for tuning in to the Masters in Motion podcast. If you found this episode to be helpful, we'd be so grateful if you could take a moment to leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or your preferred podcast app. Your support helps us reach more listeners and grow our community. Until next time, get bolder, not older.